Any views, thoughts, or opinions expressed on the Rejuvenating Health podcast are solely that of the speakers and are intended as such. Please contact your trusted medical practitioner for medical advice. Let's go, girls. Welcome back to the Rejuvenating Health Podcast. I'm Shauna, and I'm here today with women's health nurse practitioner, Lindsay Van Schoik. And we also have one of our coaches, Shelby, with us today. So she coaches for us at Rejuvenating Health, and she also has a CrossFit box in Colorado, right? Colorado. Yep. I'm right. Yes. Yeah. So we're super happy to have Shelby on today. Welcome, Shelby. Thank you. So uh, we always like to start, like, just tell us a little bit about you, what you do, Um, who you are. Let's get to know you a little bit. I am a mom of two boys. I have one 15-year-old and one 20-year-old. I am a wife. We just celebrated 23 years. And I own a CrossFit gym in Colorado that we started, I started uh, about five years ago. So it keeps me busy between my 15-year-old and baseball and running the gym and doing nutrition. I stay super busy, but it's a lot of fun. Um, so that's kind of the gist of it. Yeah. Before you had your box, <clears throat> what did you do before you had your gym, your CrossFit gym? Did you train or what did you do before you opened your gym? Yeah, when we moved here um, eight years ago, I was just in like post-surgical menopause. So um, I was in like a really crazy place personally. So I was just training and trying to figure out Colorado. And my boys were obviously a lot younger. So there was a lot of that going on. And um, I wasn't in a great place personally. So there was a lot of trying to figure myself out and my nutrition and my training. But then uh, I, I started kind of getting a little bit of the hang of things. And I did start training at a CrossFit box. And I started coaching a little bit. We did own a gym prior to moving to Colorado. And so I just kind of looked at my husband okay. and I was like, if I'm going to keep doing this, I kind of want to do it on my own and on my own terms. Right. And, um, and so kind of branched out on my own. Oh, that's awesome. I don't think I've ever heard that story. No, probably not. No, I I mean, I've known you for a long time. I never heard that story. Okay. I know. So (laughs) Shelby, like Kendall, was one of my very first clients two years ago. Dang, it's been two years. I know. Crazy. 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 So talk to me, talk to us about where you were when you found me and what that journey has kind of been like since, since all of that. Yeah. So I was doing CrossFit. Um, I've always, since I've lived in Colorado, lifted pretty steadily three times a week. And that's been good for me in my kind of menopause body. But even with that and eating really well, you know, eating good foods, I still wasn't where I thought I could be. And I didn't really know what was possible for me at this stage in my life with where my body was. So uh, my husband wanted to do a 75 hard, which I'm not pro of. And (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I was supportive of whatever he wanted to do for him personally. And I just thought, well, I can kind of do my own version, right? 
uh, I wasn't drinking a lot, but I would maybe have a couple drinks a week. And so I was like, okay, well, if I kind of clean up, you know, all the sugar and all the alcohol and I'm walking, that's going to make probably a big difference. And that's really what I thought. So I was like, that's going to be kind of my version. I'm going to do what I'm already doing. I'm going to add that in. So we were walking two and a half miles every evening and I did clean up the alcohol and sugar and literally gained a half a pound of fat. <laughs> oh, no. oh my God. <laughs> so we're on a walk one afternoon and I just said to him, maybe I just need to spend more time like accepting that this is the body I have now and this is what I look like. And he's like, stop. And it really wasn't me fishing for a compliment. I was just, you know, I'm like, maybe this is just it. You know, this is as good as it's going to get right now. And I kind of need to come to terms with that. And at that time, Lindsay and I were in a business group together. And she was posting, you know, some of the stuff she was working on with women and hormones and the courses that she was taking. And so I was kind of keeping an eye on that. And I'm like, okay, she's kind of the best of both worlds for me, right? She's an RN. So she has that information. Um, all the doctors and hormone specialists I had been to were terrible with giving any information. It was like eat 12 to 1400 calories and I would try and I just want to kill someone, you know, I mean, yeah, I could maintain 1400 calories for about a week and then I couldn't do it anymore. Um, so that was when she kind of launched this new program And I did a call with her and I was actually on the fence of whether or not I was going to do it. And my husband was just like, do it, just do it, do everything she says and see what happens. And here we are. But I think a lot of women think that I think they think this is just how it's going to be. Like I'm, you know, in menopause or which we discovered is only one day, but you know, I'm in that stage of life. And so this is just what it is for me. And they think that's it, but it doesn't have to be that way. Obviously you're proof of that. Yeah. So what changed? Like, what did you, cause you were trying everything and you were exercising more and eating less, which is all the things that we do as women when we're trying to lose weight. Yep. So what was it that you think moved the needle for you? Like what, what did that look like? For me, the biggest catalyst, I believe, was learning when to eat my food. I think that was what I changed the most, was when to eat my foods around my workouts and when in the day to eat the certain foods. So I think that was my biggest change. Um, And then I did change up slightly what I was doing for exercise. So I did incorporate the two interval days a week. Sometimes it was one. If my body was wrecked, I'd just go for like a super long walk. Um, But I did incorporate sprint training, you know, one to two days a week. And then I was doing the plyo workout once a week. And outside of that, for me personally, my training looked similar-ish. I wasn't doing long, you know, hard Metcons, but I really wasn't Mm -hmm. doing that prior anyway. Um, I was doing mostly lifting with like a short something intense after the lifting. Um, so that changed slightly and I do think that that helped, but I do think the macros and eating the food, not macros, but eating the food around. And I did eat a little bit more carbs when we first started and I did cut down a little bit on the fat. 
And then once I did the DNA, I ate, I changed that even more and I was eating less fat and even more carbs and wasn't trying to lose weight at that point, but actually still lost a pound and a half. So that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we found out that your body likes carbs <laughs> it, like a lot. It hates fat. It just, yeah. you're so lucky. Shelby. I know. I know. I still, still to this day, it's been what a year, eight months, nine months. And I still, to this day, I'm like, it's okay to eat carbs. It's okay. Your body yeah, needs carbs. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, and we like, like we increased your food a lot. Like you're eating a lot of food. I think women need to hear that like you're not eating 1200 calories, like you're eating a lot of food. When I post pictures of my food on, you know, whatever it is, um or even in my private group for my gym, I've had women that are like, "You don't really eat all of that." for one meal, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And then I eat like four hours later. <laughs> They're like, how's it feel to be God's favorite, Shelby? <laughs> Your body loves carbs. Yeah. But I'm not eating no, that at awesome. eight o'clock at night, you know, before right. bed. I'm eating it after right. my workout at eight o'clock in the morning, you know? So, right, right. so yeah, it's just learning when to fuel your body and really allowing yourself to eat the foods that you really want to eat and finding the balance in that, but doing it at the time, right? When your body needs it. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to realize that like you made a lifestyle change and you incorporated everything into it. And that's why you've been able to like maintain the results that you got. So like you're what? You're like 21% body fat now. Yeah. Like, I range between 20 and 21.8 or so on any given day. Which is super good for someone in menopause that is your age. Yeah. Like, and I know what I could do to drop that even a little bit more, but right now that is my, that's a comfort zone for me. I can live comfortably there and live my busy life. And that's important. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So what would you say you specialize in coaching? Like, what do you feel like you is your specialty within coaching? That's a great question. I think I'm really good at meeting people where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm really good at helping women work through the shame that they have created over the years. I did that a little bit myself. And mm-hmm. um, and so I, f- I feel really strongly about helping them find balance. You can't eat pasta and cupcakes every day for dinner and get the results you want, right? (laughs) I think we do a good job Mm -hmm. of being realistic with women that you're entering a change. You know, you're wanting to make yourself healthier. And what does that look like for you? And at the same token, when it was one of my coaches' birthdays and I made her a birthday cake and I had a piece, I posted that and sent it to all my clients. Look, I'm celebrating Rachel's birthday and I'm having a little piece of cake. It's amazing. Yeah. And they're like, what? You're eating birthday cake? Mm-hmm. Yes. Birthdays are a real life event <laughs> that are going to happen. Right. And you can eat that and not have any guilt attached to it. You know, you can enjoy it. And the next meal, my lunch looked just like my lunch every other day. You know, it doesn't have to spiral that thought process of, oh, well, I already had cake. May as well have whatever's in the cafeteria at lunch. And now that I did that, I may as well just drive through with the kids for dinner. And now I'm going to have a glass of wine at night because why not? 
Um, so it's a, it's a big domino effect. And I think that I do a really good job of meeting women where they are and helping them through that mindset piece and celebrating the little wins along the way. So they really can see their small successes that add up to big successes. Yeah. And I think I saw a huge shift in your coaching whenever we went through the unlifted course. Like I think that helped you a lot, just kind of helping women, get rid of that negative self-talk and working through those stories that they tell themselves and the trauma that they've been through. Like it helped you personally, but it helped your clients a lot as well. I think that's what I've realized the most over this last year is, um, and even maybe even the last two years, the more that I help myself and the more that I work on myself, the more I can reach my clients. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm you know, life has not had a shortage of like events that have, you know, Mm -hmm. been pressing on me. So we've had some big, big family things coming up, but in the midst of it all, I've still been able to find some peace and be able to reach out to, you know, my clients and help them because I'm really putting it in practice. I'm not crumbling on the inside and trying to help other people. And as moms, we are the worst at that you know, take care of everyone else. And then we don't take care of ourselves. And it all comes to a head. I'm here to tell you, I've had that really low moment where it's like, I don't have anything for my kids or my husband or anyone. And so when working on myself over these last two years, it's enabled me to help my clients more, help my family more, you know, be more emotionally available. So it has a trickling down effect for sure. And Mm -hmm. I think that is important for the women out there to hear that because it's really easy to continually say like, oh, well, I don't have the time for that right now. Or, you know, my son is getting all of our resources because we're doing travel ball, which I do too. But, you know, it's important that we take that time and resources and energy and focus on ourselves. Yeah. So a lot, you went through surgical menopause. So you went through menopause, like one day you had hormones and the next day, bye-bye hormones. What was that like for you? Was it like an overnight? It was awful. Yeah. (laughs) Well, part of what set me up for failure a little bit was um, prior to going in, I'd switched doctors because my other doctor just kept giving me more hormones and birth control and trying to fix my problems. And it was bad. So I switched doctors. They did all the labs. So we kind of knew where everything was, which was great. And I was real low on testosterone. So I actually started the testosterone pellets prior to surgery. Okay. Um, but then she said at my pre-op, you know, we are doing this hormone therapy. We're going to let you go without estrogen for a while because we want the endometriosis to die off. That was one of three problems I had. And then we're going to start it. And if you're just, your body's going to pick up like nothing's happened. It's going to be great. So I was not prepared for what was coming my way. Yeah. And they actually started estrogen too soon which was a big problem. I started having like all these feelings and symptoms that I had had prior to without bleeding, of course. And so that was an issue. Then we moved to Colorado and I'm not kidding. I'm not a crier. 
I've never been a crier. And I would drop the boys off at school and come home and cry every single day. And I was like, something's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. But I just had her voice in the back of my head. So I started Googling menopause and Googling stuff. And I'm like, this is, there's nothing wrong with me. This is normal. Like this is normal menopause. And nobody just prepared me for that. So I think there was something to be said for feeling like this is normal. You know, you're not going crazy. Um, And then after that, starting to train and work out and then being around people was helpful for me because I am a social person. So that was helpful getting into a CrossFit gym and being around other people did help a little bit. Um, But yeah, have when people ask me, I've had few reach out to me and ask me, you know, what's it like? And I definitely don't want to be doom and gloom, but I just Mm -hmm. want to also say like, Hey, if you are having some like mental health issues, if you're finding yourself sad, if you're finding yourself depressed, if you're finding yourself anxious, like those can be really normal things that can happen because I want women to feel one, that it's normal and two, to reach out. And say, you know, hey, there's something wrong. There's a problem. Uh, I was not at all prepared for what happened. And physically, things changed too. I gained weight, which, you know, I had never been real big. Nobody would have looked at me still then and said I was big, but I carried a good extra 15 pounds that wouldn't budge, you know, kind of no matter what Uh I did. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that a few times, like Lindsay has said before, you know, we have, when you're young, there's obviously like sex education courses, or obviously your parents talk to you about your period, but there's nothing that prepares women for menopause, yep. really. Nobody informs you of the things that can happen. No, and I think your your doctor didn't prepare you to say, like, hormone replacement therapy isn't the same as your hormones, like your body's right. natural hormones. Like, it's not it's different. So it's not going to have the same effects that like your natural hormones have on your body. So yeah, hormone replacement is good for hot flashes and it can help with mood swings and all those types of things, but it's still not your natural hormones. So you're still going to have issues. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to Colorado and I, it was not a hormone doctor, but it was just my GP Um, and I remember sitting down with her and talking, she said, you know, what are you doing for like hormone replacement therapy, if anything? And I said, I'm still trying to kind of figure out this like postmenopausal body and what to do with it, because I feel like as active as I am and as much as I'm doing, I should be able to, you know, see a little bit of a different result. And she said, well, how much, you know, how much weight have you gained? And I don't get on the scale unless I'm at the doctor. So, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those people that weighs every day. She's like, how, you know, like what, what's the difference in your waist circumference? So, you know, so I'm looking at these things and I said, well, I've probably gained about two inches on my waist, you know, to two and a half inches. And she was like, oh, well, the average woman gains four to six inches on their waist. You're fine. <sighs> and I was like okay. And she said, so what are you eating in a day? So I'm kind of going over, you know, my food and kind of explained what I eat on any given day. And she said to me, well, it sounds like you're still eating quite a bit of carbs. 
you know, at that time I'd have like an RX bar every day. Um, it was usually like my snack or my breakfast or something. She's like, you know, those, those have quite a bit of carbs in them. And I'm like, it's like a date, you know, <laughs> right, right. but, um, but anyway, so I was like, okay, so maybe I need to cut some more carbs and I need to watch my calories and, you know, but then I'm sitting there looking at her going, I don't think you really actually realize what I do on any given day, you know, exercise wise right. and expenditure wise. But that was what, that and was it, the information I got from doctors. Well, and it, I mean, when we are menopausal, we do gain more of our weight in our belly, but just because you tend to do that doesn't mean it's normal and that you should just be okay with it, right? If you gain five inches in your belly, that's a lot of visceral fat going around your organs, which is totally not healthy. And your doctor should never just be like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's just the way it is now. You have to live that way because that's not, that's not the right answer because it's not true. Well, and if you're gaining half of that, then you're good. You're golden, right? No need right. to worry. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, you're lucky you didn't gain the, well, yeah. you know, the inches that more normal people yeah. gain. But that's not, that doesn't mean that you want to feel that way. And that doesn't mean that you should have to gain that anyway. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So ladies, if your doctor has told you that, there is a solution. <laughs> you do not have to stay that way. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So back to you and coaching um, for rejuvenating, what would you say your style of coaching is? Oh, hmm. that's a great question. I, I don't know what word I would use for that. Um, I think I'm pretty empathetic when I coach. Mm -hmm. um, so I, w I would say... I would say that I've developed a lot as a coach in learning how to have more tough conversations and, you know, really learning how to, you know, say to women, like, that's not going to get you where you want to get to, but mm -hmm. stop beating yourself up about it all at the same time. So I think I've, I've come a long way, but I definitely think I'm more empathetic, if you will. Probably in an hour, I'm going to come up with a better word than that, but I'm going to have to go with that That's for now. Okay. <laughs> no, I like it. It's good. Um, and who are your favorite type of clients to work with? Um, I'm happy to work with any client who is willing to give themselves the small wins along the way and just try mm -hmm. every day. Um. I can't say that I have a specific because I have clients who were more like me who were already doing a lot of the right things. I also have mm -hmm. clients who came to me eating 800 calories a day. Like I'm not mm -hmm. sure how they're alive, but that's what they were doing. And then I have clients who literally were eating Cheez-Its for breakfast. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, straight up, you know, so yeah. And I love all of them because they all have that same, you know, I want to show up for myself. I really want to prioritize myself. And yeah. I hate the word selfish because it isn't selfish. It's taking care of yourself, you know? Right. So, so I think that I, that's what I really gravitate towards is the women who are really ready to take care of themselves. 
and give themselves that credit along the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It seems to be the the consensus amongst all the coaches so far. Yeah. Yeah. If you're willing to put in work, we love working with you. If you're going to have an excuse and a victim mentality and yeah, you're not very fun to work with. But we'll still work with you and we'll change it. Yes. We'll fix it. If they're they're willing to work on it and change it, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And some people don't know how. Like, they're just stuck, right? They're stuck in that victim mentality. They don't know how to get out. And they need someone to help them get Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. I think we're good at that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, Lindsay, do you have any more questions for Shelby? No. Ask your favorite question. Shelby, this is my ending Uh-oh. question. Okay, if you were going to be a Disney princess, which Disney princess would you be? Oh, hmm. <laughs> okay. I like that really none of them are acting like I'm absurd for asking. <laughs> it, it, that That's wonderful to me that they're all just like, mm, <laughs> I guess I'd have to say Belle. Beauty and the Beast was one of my favorite movies. Oh, love it. Okay. So you can be bad. So it's like social and happy, but she's like laying in the corner reading in the library. Like that's my jam. Perfect. I think I like that too. Cause you, you try to see the best in people. So like Mm -hmm. saw the best in the beast. Yeah. 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 I forgot. I forgot my question. It's not the last question. I do this every time. (laughs) Every time Shauna's like, if you had one piece of advice to tell our listeners, what would it be? Look at adding good things in your life and focus on the good, but add the good into your life. So whether it's with nutrition, add good food. Stop worrying about cutting out pasta and eat a giant salad every night for dinner. Um, Not saying that, you know, pasta is going to get you to your goals, but the more we focus on what we shouldn't do, and what we shouldn't think, and what we shouldn't say, and what we, you know, it just creates a negative spiral. So, you know, focus on doing something and let it be good enough. You know, go for a walk one day. The next day, put 10 minutes on your timer and do some push-ups and sit-ups and air squats. And if you're not working with a coach, just make some something good, you know, Put write an affirmation and stick it on your mirror. Put it in your wallet, in your car, and say it to yourself every day. Be vulnerable and focus on the good. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And it was so awesome having you you here today. It was great chatting, and we hope you ladies enjoyed it. And feel free, if you haven't listened to any of our other episodes with the other coaches or our hormone series that we're doing, Please be sure to go back and check those out. Give us a five-star rating and a kind review because that helps us out a lot. And we will catch you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.